Welcome. This is episode 44. Today, I'm answering the question, how should I handle backtalk? You are listening to the Simple Families Podcast, a Q&A style show that brings you solutions for living well with family. Here's your host, Danae Barahona. Hi there, this is Danae. Thanks for tuning in. If you're new to the podcast, this is a Q&A style show. If you have questions to submit, I'd love to hear from you. You can leave those at simplefamilies.com forward slash ask. If you're looking for more support, I do offer one-on-one coaching. You can find out more about that at simplefamilies.com forward slash coach. Today on the podcast, I'm taking a question from Thea in Leadville, Colorado. Thea writes that she has two boys, ages four and two. Here's her question. I was wondering how you handle talking back or rude talk. My four-year-old has started doing this more and more. If I use an if-then statement like, if you brush your teeth, then you can read a book, he'll reverse it and say things like, no, you read a book and then I'll brush my teeth. I try to ignore it and just repeat myself, but sometimes it turns into more of a meltdown where he starts calling me a liar and saying that's not how things work or things like that. I want to teach him that it's not okay to talk disrespectfully, and I feel like just ignoring it isn't always the best option. Do you have any thoughts? Thanks so much for your question, Thea. Your question immediately took me back to my teenage years when I remember many conversations with my mother where I was talking back to her and she would snap at me, don't get an attitude with me. I remember thinking, well, you're getting an attitude with me. So in a sense, we were mirroring each other's behaviors and mirroring the tone of voice that each other were offering which is what happens in relationships, whether it be father, daughter, mother, son, husband, wife. Our emotions and our tone and our behaviors tend to mirror the other person that we're interacting with, which is why the absolute best way to handle backtalk is to stay calm and to model the behavior and the type of interaction that you want to teach your kids. This isn't going to be something that you're going to outright teach them and explain to them. This is going to be something that they learn through incidental learning, which is learning naturally through their environment. So I understand this feeling that you want to teach them that it's not okay to talk disrespectfully. They already know that. And the best way to teach them is to model respectful talk and respectful language at all times. Not just in your interactions with your kids, but also in your interactions with your spouse and with other extended family and friends. Because remember, kids are little sponges and they're always watching and absorbing everything around them. So I don't think that backtalk should be punished per se. I think it should be seen as a learning opportunity. A moment for you to model what you want to see from them in return. So I think staying calm using positively intentionally chosen words and taking a deep breath and allowing to yourself to ignore it. As parents, we feel this intense need to act. And when we ignore something, even if it's a very intentional thing to do, ignoring it so we, the behavior doesn't get it reinforced and it doesn't continue. When we ignore it, sometimes we feel like we're not doing anything. And sometimes it feels like we're not doing our job. When it's actually the reverse, you're doing exactly what you should be. So if you're purposefully ignoring a behavior of your child's, feel good about that. Know that you are actively doing something, even if it doesn't feel like it. 
Now, Thea described that there are times when things seem to escalate. So when her son starts calling her a liar and starts acting a little bit more aggressively. In these situations, I would recommend a type of timeout for both parties. Now I say a type of timeout because I'm not thinking about it as a timeout in a traditional sense where you are telling the child that they're being punished and they need to go to the corner and sit and take time. Instead, I'm thinking of just giving the child time to cool down, giving the parent time to cool down. So often if I encounter a situation like this, I'll tell my child, okay, go ahead and take some time in your room and we're going to try this again later. So maybe a minute or two goes by and I knock on the door and say, are you ready? Can we try this again? And restarting the interaction. The last thing you want to do is end up in a power struggle because you will always lose. So if you feel like things are going towards a power struggle, I would take one of these timeout cool downs and try to restart the interaction later, even if it's only one or two minutes later. So the takeaway for today is to keep your cool. The most important thing for you to do is to model this calm and intentional behavior. And if you feel like you're losing your cool or if your child is losing their cool, don't be afraid to step away and take a time out for a minute or two and to try the interaction over again. But avoid being punitive or negative because that often brings about a power struggle. Remember, our kids are not trying to be mean or vicious towards us. They're just trying to figure out what the best way to get their needs met are. Thanks for tuning in today. If you want to stay in touch with Simple Families, go to simplefamilies.com, click Get Started, and you will get a free ebook, and you'll stay in touch with the email updates. That includes what's going on on the blog, on the podcast, and in the community. Thanks for tuning in.